Okay, welcome Julie to No Excuses, Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So we're here today to find out about your fitness journey. So for the viewers that don't know Julie, um, could you give a wee brief intro of who you are and what you do, please? Uh, so, good afternoon everyone, my name's Dr. Julie Marshall. I, uh, so those that would know me, I'm a disability activist, I'm an academic, I'm also a consultant in disability and rights, so um, my motto for life is drive, motivation and passion. Um, so throughout my life, I've probably been involved in all aspects of my fitness, um, recreational physics, going to the gym regularly and uh, just keeping fit to my disability perspective with nursery advocates for me. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to speaking with Scott today. Oh, thank, thank you, Julie, for giving me some of your time. Um, it's really appreciated. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go way back um, to Julie's school years. So obviously you mentioned you, you've been involved in sport for a while, um, but what kind of things did you do during your school years activities? So, um, so I have I have cerebral palsy, so it affects my left side of my disability. Um, I'm also profoundly deaf, so we do need on a daily basis. So from an early age, mom and dad always knew that sport and fitness was always going to be a huge part of my daily life. So, uh, so my first sport was probably horse riding. I did horse riding with riding for the table for that for fifteen years. Uh, so yeah. That was a kind of early start every Saturday morning up to the road and, and totally enjoyed that kind of therapeutic intervention. Um, and then it was like my outdoor pursuit keep me to like Ben Lomond as a, as a child at the age of 10. My dad was very adamant that he grew down to the top of um, Ben Lomond with my brother and my sister at the time. So yeah, um, I, saw, um, I saw a gap over the years to how people with disabilities could access the outdoors and um, probably you could have a year back but I did a lot of work to, to, to encourage um, people with disabilities to access the outdoors because I think it's, it's good for your mental well-being and it's good to get, your, to get out there and appreciate the environment and then just in more recent years I have just been going to the gym filling that in between um, my work, my studies um, over the years, and then more recently I joined the Victoria Park Athletic, which is just beside um, Scotton Stadium. <laughs> so I, I tell you how, how I ended up just being like in, in the kind of circumference, uh, the comfort zone of Scotton Leisure Centre for what you call it there. <laughs> um, the problem is like, um, looking at my mask, like, probably the last. No, oh, good, Julie. <laughs> so, so you've obviously you've 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 done a lot, you know, and that's just your school years, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, for yourself, obviously you have cerebral palsy, and mm. you're partially deaf. Yeah. So, um, watched, you know, growing up, how did you deal with those challenges for yourself? Well, I think to be early, I I was kind of. I was singled out um, coming early because obviously I've got a twin sister and an older brother who was like both able-bodied and I think 
Maybe that's where that's where my drive, motivation comes from. Is that I always had um able body sibling to compare myself to them, and maybe maybe that in a distance uh, to, to 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 where I am now, um, to to be able to for me to go swimming, for me to go sailing, um, for me to be able to do then to where I am now. And I think I've always had that kind of intended to keep that I, I, I've been truly aware of how how important it is to keep that on a day to day basis just to prevent myself of how we can get him fit. Um one other thing that I put I, I personally struggled over the years was trying to uh, find the right spot. <laughs> Maybe like I I've always been somebody that jumped 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 into different things and then I just move it on because like um so I've done half a thousand and then I did then I did sailing, then I then I did swimming and then I entered the scholarship. So I did a lot of scholarship sailing, which I'm very lucky to have done. Then I went and did a lot of outdoor pursuits because I like getting into the outdoor because when you think about the outdoor pursuits, but it's quite cost effective. You can just keep your car out, keep your car out to the country. As long as you've got the outdoor equipment. And then you can go the wonderful scenery that Scotland had to offer. I guess that was very fortunate. And then more recent years, um, I've, I've always talked about uh, the practicalities of my disability um, being uh, what, what can I do locally to, to, to keep myself fit? And I thought, well, yeah. um, I was at a low ebb when I was, when I was a teenager, but I did have it. And, um, I'll never forget the day that somebody said to me, oh, why don't you go to Stockton um, Legacy Centre? And I think that just changed my life. I went down to Stockton, got signed up, and the, uh, the, the, um, what, what, what was, uh, the, the, the camaraderie that I had with the, 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 the giving structure, the, the ledger attendant, the, the, the lifeguard, have been fantastic. It, it, like, it's like I feel at home there. Like yeah. I'm actually mad. I, I, I could never foresee that I would be there for so long. Like I've met so many people that have kept in contact with me, even now in this COVID um, crazy world. And I think that's why um, it, it, it's a huge importance to keep my fitness up. And obviously, more in the recent year, it's in my accident four years ago, it's been a kind of relentless challenge to get myself back up there and keep myself, but it's been like pain being the most um, important point in the last 12 months. Oh, totally, Julie. And then obviously you, you, you spoke about, you know, going into that gym for, you know, the first time and you built up a relationship with, um, you know, other gym users and then staff members as well, but... You know, do you think for yourself it's definitely helped you grow and confidence um, as a person? <laughs> I'm just a person. I think, um, I think the, uh, the, the, the gymming structure that I always worked with, there was never ever a person that I needed to do specific good. I think my body would always fight as an ass. I'm very fortunate I had a kind of an athletic build anyway. I was quite yeah. clear, I was never overweight. I think the primary goal was for me to um, get myself fit for different things that I did over the years. So, um, obviously, I went off to the Himalayas in 2010. 
Dann hat sie gesagt, und gehen werde ich von da an, dann hat sie gesagt, und gehen werde ich von die Gunnachtli anlieten, die Leute. Da waren, dann hat sie gesagt, bevor wir sind, dann hat sie gesagt, ich habe mich von der KNK, also der KNK war in 2012, und dann, bevor wir sind, vor Jürgen, in 2016, Uh, that was to be my last working challenge before my accident. I did uh, my sponsored work with them, um, Ali Keller, um, along the Jazz album. So um, the practicality of me trying to get time to go out to some of these places was obviously a time and accessibility constraint, and I always need support when I go out to these places. So using the gym and using starting as my training game when I was very disciplined in myself, I was thought you can't deny it. I was in that gym three or four times a week. That's exactly you were. You were actually in the gym more than the gym staff. And so you get it. But this was a part of it. It's a huge part, um, uh, 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 and I think maybe I'll talk about more about it in the next few minutes, but I think you didn't want just my way of dressing me or dressing myself fit on a need-to-do basis with my key objectives, and obviously I've had the camera added it, just something uh, else when you go to that gym, but everybody knows who you are, if you're up there with my carriers, yeah. There's been a few episodes, but it got better out of hand when everybody needs to calm down and get focused and get back down to business then. No, totally, Julie. And then <clears throat> for yourself, um, personally, what does fitness mean for you? What does fitness mean for me? Well, I think, I, I love, I, I'd have said numerous times before, myself, I get quite tight easily and I've been a relentless. Um, it's become a relentless effort to keep myself fit on a database. Look at all, it keeps my, it keeps my death in check, it keeps my leg toned. Yeah. I love being toned up. Um, I love, uh, even, even now that, um, even now that I've tried to fight at that, and I'm so glad I'm getting back to my kind of, hopefully, my pre, uh, my pre body, <laughs> my pre adolescent. <laughs> I'm kind of left it left. I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that, but I said I miss that. Um, you, you just have to see the the the, the transformation that I'll talk I'll talk to you more about this in the next few minutes about the just in the last five months and taking up my new disability sport, it actually um increased my aerobic capacity. I'm no longer kind of breathless and. In doing that new disability sport, and that would put a frustration to deal with in the last two months. Well, yeah, fitness keeps fairness and your mental well being is also another but important factor. I think, I think some people with disability will struggle mentally to push themselves out of the I understand that, but for me personally, I have to be out there. I have to be out there. So, I just so, um, um, no, def- definitely, Julie. And then you obviously we we touched on a you know a COVID, so obviously the the pandemic. So how how did you manage? You know, obviously the gyms were closed. 
So how did you cope? I thought COVID. Well, I'm not even here. I thought that COVID. It would. It would like. It would literally like an alien world to me. Like the first few days, I'd absolutely, I'd absolutely demented. Yeah. Needed to go out the house and then walk down the lane just to get some fresh air. It just like everybody so scared. Like the street was empty for a few weeks. At least nobody would be out. It just felt weird. Yeah. Was the charge or was the summer? And it was. The warmer weather started to go in and because of my injuries and theatrical for you, I was really struggling um, to walk around the block. It just I couldn't wait for you. Um, um, on my leg, um, on my leg, it was so painful with the amount of medication I've been, I've been on and well. It's just the relentless effort to get my body to, to walk. Oh, it just that's a chore. And I was dead. I was thinking, what am I going to do? Man, I'm gonna. And you know what it's like to every kind to the gym. Every single day, you just like, well, what else do you do to 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 um kind of get your endorphin going? And I was like, well, what what I do? Because I can't walk that far. Um, I don't know what else to uh, to keep my um to keep my body slim and stuff. So uh, a light bulb moment. Uh. A light bulb moment came when I got my, I built my gym inside the house myself. So do you know what? I, I went and got myself an exercise bike, a wall machine, and a cross trainer. And I'm feeling like, oh, I'm looking down Fantastic. And that was a magic solution. I was like, yeah, I've got my own home gym. But usually, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate during COVID because I still live at home with my mum. So obviously, yeah. Got moving <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but when I get my own plate, I won't have that luxury. So I mean, I mean, so yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah, having that exercise bike in 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 the house, it was just it was just a godsend. It, it actually took a lot of weight off my leg, and for the time to recover from the accident, and then the whole machine strength in my arm, and then trying to get my leg to. To build up strength in my left leg, I, um, I wanted to try and use the cross training, but yeah, well, that was my way to kind of mentally coping with yeah. things that I think made me realise that people keep for granted. And I think some people with disabilities will, will be able to relate to me to the fact that if you can't get access to the, to the luxury of a gym, what else can, can you do to keep yourself fit? Because not everybody. Would be fortunate to, to, to be able to afford um, an exercise bike in the way that I have to keep myself um, in, in, in top not condition. And I think that, that gave me off to a flying start. I'm going to speak to other people, I'm going to speak to um, practitioners and uh, physiotherapists and um, what scientists do. Yeah, that's an amazing insight into your psychology. You obviously knew. Um, what to do, Julie? You obviously knew um, psychologically what 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 was juggling with me. Yeah, I got that. Um, what um what light bulb moment came into that? And I went, when I when I told uh, when I told them my contact that, that I go to the gym, that wasn't coming back. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it. Absolutely, guessing. Yeah. You don't know. 
Der er mænd, der er kærlighed, og det er mænd, der har de equipment. Hvad fanden det? Nej, det that's how COVID came to open. Right, yeah, for yourself. So, for yourself now, Julie, um, do you prefer having, you know, training in your own gym than going to the actual gym <laughs> at Scottsdale? Uh, it doesn't care if you're working. No, when I, when I got out the gym, it was a god thing. Because I'm thinking about the practicality and the accessibility for me long term. Yeah. I don't really know I don't really know the impact of my injury, nor, my, nor the impact of my cerebral palsy will be uh, 10 years from now, um, whether I will still have that level of years. I like to think I'll be still be heavily involved in any some form of sport one way or another. Um, having my own equipment to now, I dare to do accessibility. I'm not being lazy here, but one of the things that used to worry me about going to start in on a wedding, really, the dark night, uh, slippy path, ice, flat ice. Yeah, totally. When I can forget my balance, something will be down there at half nine on a Saturday morning that would black out. There was a few incidents where I had slipped and fallen. Yeah. 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 Being pressurized to go to Dorsten because I know I've got my I've got my German company and my own pendulum. The downside, um, the downside probably not going to Dorsten is that I missed the social, the social camaraderie. Um, how many people protected me about it? Are you coming back to Dorsten? Are you coming back to Dorsten? And I'm like, no, I don't need to come back to Dorsten because I've got my own equipment. Exactly. But after that, because of the nature of my acting, I was feeling a bit lost. Um, I didn't really know what to do next because, like, COVID changed everybody's life. I, I understand that. But um, I think one of, because, I'm, because we're all stuck at home now uh, and the world of work was changed inevitably, um, I don't know where my career will keep me in the next few months. Um, but one of the things that struck me was you have to get out there. You got you got to get out of the house. At some point you can't just sit in the you can't just sit in the house and um go on the exercise and not speak to anybody in one of the things. And then do a fantastic contact of mine who was quite heavily involved in um Disability sport said, Oh, why don't you go to Victoria Park Athletics Club? Um, which is just what just in the same car park, it's got some legislators and they've got they've got a disability um sport club on a Wednesday night at half past eight, seven o'clock. So I went down one I went down one day and I got got introduced to a fantastic gentleman called Gordon, who's the um who's the club manager for Victoria Park Athletics and he cocked me in and 
You got me into that. <laughs> you got me into that. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. But having, having heard too much story, having heard too much story to make me stop. Get off, I didn't care. I didn't care. Dream running. So dream running is a special trait. And you run with your feet. And I'm sure I'll start with um, put a photograph up later. But it's like you run with your feet on the, on the athletic track. And it could have failed to get me started on this book because I was just, well, the, the art caused more issues than it had been. And it was just like, that actually gave me support to actually run while being supported by a frame. It was just an amazing experience. And then there was, there was pressure for me to get serious in this book. So that's where I am now. So if I'm not at home, I'm down. Ah, <laughs> good. I'm doing an uh, Victoria Park Athletic and I, I feel at home there as well because I, I've met, I've, I kind of reconnected with them because I'm good, like, I'm, I'm not, if I wasn't going to be in the gym, I'm going to be somebody else in that, uh, that uh, site. Um, so yeah, it's great to be in contact with um, one of the guys who I've seen already, Alan, he wasn't really uh, attending, he, he, he's been very supportive and I was um, getting all the equipment out for me and Gordon. Um, and then there was another um, disability sport called Clubs Row, where you sit up and do uh, clubs. Um, so, yeah, so that's where I am, and that's how I've got my kind of Victoria Park Athletic stuff on today. So, yeah, so, yeah. I think, uh, so I think you could probably get it. I'm never waiting that place. <laughs> um, no, but that's great. So you've obviously, you've got your home gym now um, and then obviously you're going to Victoria Park on a Wednesday. So what I, I'm going to ask is, um, does Julie have a rest day? What did you say talking to me? Do you, do you have a rest day? Do you have a day off where you just relax? Yeah, the um, uh, I did, I did, I did try to follow the coach's order. <laughs> ah, good. I I like to hear that, um, because we don't want you overdoing it. <clears throat> yeah, um, but you know what I like that it it daily it's like a series of bitching Yeah, and then so you obviously mentioned that you've got your your cross trainer, um, and your your bike and your rowing machine in the house, right? So when you're using this equipment, what would be your type of music that you listen to to motivate you, Julie? I any good music stuff because obviously because of my hearing impairment, I can't really hear music that well. So as long as it's got a good tune, I've got my mobile phone on. on yeah. That's the ideal solution. Okay. So but otherwise, otherwise, I'm quite contented with no okay. music. Like, I, I remember um, when it got quite hot, I, we, we ended up having to open the windows and stuff, it was just so hot and I think, uh, yeah, I, I can see the pros and cons of, um, of not going to the gym and then getting out to the gym and then just open windows and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I think with the whole, I'm not, I'm not going to, you can't, you just cannot see it. But with the impact of climate change now, our, our, our life is going to change. We're going to have to be more sustainable locally, I think. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and then say you went to um, Scottsdale Gym, right? You know, but, but a couple of years ago, right? 
and you were going to go on the cross trainer um, and your, your mobile phone had, you know, packed in, right? And, you know, it's the worst type of music that's playing that would really put you off. What would that be? I think, I think one, one of them that used to, I think it was just something, 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 it would just give me a damn, uh, it would just give me a show. Oh, tell uh, me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I said, I encountered many episodes about that and stopped and the music yes. wanted to play the music would come from and how that music got onto the radio station. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Sorry, that was my playlist. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so you've obviously, you've done a lot of sport. Um, so normally I would ask about your favourite exercise, but what I'm going to do is, I'm going to ask you what your favourite sport is that you've done over the years. What's your What's the favourite sport that you've done over the years? If you could. Uh, interesting question. I think. Um, well, I think one of my. Well, obviously it's got to be it's got to be my outdoor pursuit. I love I love that before my accident and to have that all taken away from me. Stuff. Yeah. I felt really <clears throat> hot. I'm not going to deny it. A lot of it's like it's very hard to explain what I've been through four years ago to to have the accident I had four years ago and to build up what what um 25 years of muscle and then to have an accident and then to lose all that and then trying to regain that it was quite hard it was like my left leg was like close to like it felt like I wanted my leg, my leg amputated, and right. um, that's that's the psychological impact that was having on me. I really wanted my leg amputated because it was so weak. I could barely be on it. It just like, what the hell going on with this leg? And it was like, it was a let myself it trying to get back to the gym, and even some of my even some of my contacts in the gym could could see um could see the difference after yeah. the accident. Um, I, I know like. Andy and Bob and John and a few other people that were in the gym with me, they could see the the start distance in me in the accident. And one of the things that I that I got really frustrated in the accident was I had everything taken away from me. I had just my out my rope taken away in a blink. And I, I, I can no longer enjoy some of the and I have to do, I have to look after my, my leg at him because I think it would, it would, it would, it would wake up call um, to the fact that, oh, you, you, you've had an accident and then you've got to go back to the drawing board to, to, to assess what can you do next. Um, I, I did try to go back to swimming, but I couldn't wait for you on my left leg and that was just, it, was just, it became so frustrating. Yeah. Um, and then I, and I took up this. More recently, um, brain running down at Victoria Park Athletic, and it couldn't have been, it couldn't, it couldn't have got off to a more promising start. Yeah, no good. Um, was a fantastic, um, coach, and um, he's been very supportive, been very, been very accommodative. You know, I couldn't have asked for better understanding, um, of Gordon trying to, um, wheel me back into the world of sport, and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for that to be. Able to do it, that it's got something that one of the things that 
we should be grateful. Maybe out of this um, uh, COVID recovery, uh, start, to, to, start to appreciate uh, some of the facilities uh, a bit better. No, I totally, I, I totally uh, get that, Julie. And then you obviously mentioned that, is it five months you've been doing that now? Yeah, so I, I, I'm very apprehensive about going, um, I, I don't know why, so I, I'm very apprehensive because um, obviously I'm still in, in, in the recovery of my accident. And I know that's four years, but the psychological impact is quite severe. And um, I still had a lot of self-doubt about trying to get myself into what I could do um, independently. Thinking it's a sport of what another sport I should do, but I, 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 I always got back to the, always went back to the team question that I wanted to do something locally rather than yeah. um, rather than travel. Um, half an hour in the car where I could try and find uh, the sport locally and I was just grateful that I, that I, that I kind of eventually started to be at home and uh, Victoria Park Athletic and also it, it started to do it down nowhere but I know that's the key point No, oh, fantastic and then you know if we can talk about your um, your best memory um, of your, your fitness journey, Julie, what would that be? Uh, well, I think it's fair to say that Stockton has always been my home ground. I've grown up with that um, facility on my doorstep since I was 16. Um, so, um, so I was never away from that place. And yeah, although I've moved to the next, although I've moved to the building next door, uh, I think. The connection will always be made. I, I, I must be the longest term. I must be the longest term in customer there. So I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but well, I'm the longest term uh, customer there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just dedicated to keeping myself better than that in the bottom line. And uh, I, I think I've always said to people that I want to be mean locally because. It, 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 it makes life a lot easier if you feel at home with the same facilities at your doorstep rather than going somewhere else um, to what other people have done in the past and I'm not sure that I'm not sure that's been for better where it's just been for practicality but Dotson, you know, that, that, that is just so convenient for me to go to. No, totally. And obviously it's a, it's a great campus, you know, because as you said, it's local Um. And, you know, <clears throat> obviously you've built up your uh, social aspect again, you know, you're with your coaches as well. And, you know, you're, you're speaking to the staff members again. So yeah. even though you're, you aren't at Scottsdale Gym, you're still within the Scottsdale Sports. <laughs> so you're still there. You're still here. <laughs> so it's good. I know. I just, I just wonder whether... I, I just wonder whether... When will I ever leave that place? Because I, I seem to be in that place. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that's good. You know, um, that's your place. How to describe it as, if I was to say, that's Julie's place to escape, your your relaxation place? Yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 I,
Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, you 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 could do that one. Gilly played Gilly. Um, um, Gilly. Uh, Gilly relaxation, please. One of us in that said to um, my foot got in yesterday. I said I feel I feel at home in my element here yesterday. So that made me summed up. So. No, good. And then if you were to pick um somebody who has been influential or been an inspiration for you um throughout your fitness journey, so it could be maybe a sports person or a family member or one of your coaches throughout <laughs> the years. Well, uh, I, I think I think that's a very hard question, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not I'm not going to deny that I've had a few um I've had a few um a kind of ardent admirers you do so um well, let me tell you about a few stories then so um uh, um before my accident um, I, I always like the outdoor pursuit story I, I always watch um. The adventure show and um Landwood and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna laugh um, but I, I had a kind of stop spot for um the device on so um do that do that do that so um when I was doing a lot of read um when I was doing a lot of read outdoors I uh, award over the years um I think there was a kind of there was a there was a, um, there was a kind of intent for me to sign chief. Um, did he uh, did he buy one to come present me to uh, get me to present uh, some of the outdoors award for me? So yeah, um, so that that was over four years. That was over ten years ago. Um, this uh, ten years ago uh, last month in November, I remember I went down to Lost Lumen and did he buy one? Um, turned up at Lost Lumen to uh, surprise me. Um, with with all with all my growers and that was quite pressing because um I've always I I've enjoyed um he he'd have been to show and uh, landward and dust I, I had a shoot uh, <laughs> I can't deny it where I had a I had a shoot uh stuff but for um uh did it buy from but more I think uh maybe over the years I think people will probably uh, see me and fight driven, uh, fight motivated, um, I'm passionate. Uh, mm. I, I think that I think that comes across in some of my pursuits that I've done in the past. And so there was a shoot <laughs> there, um, there, there was a fantastic um content for me to um to be tested on my driving motivation uh content against using both um um, during the build up to the Commonwealth game, so somebody came up with some fantastic tech concept. Like, why don't we test really drive motivation against the bad dip, against the bad dip of Usain Bolt? Because look at Usain Bolt, he's like, like the world's fastest villain, we must be highly motivated. So that concept was for me to go out and try out all the, um, all the passports. That we're going to be featured in Commonwealth Games, so I had to go down to Stockton to do the powerlifting in the power uh, in the weight room of the Toyota Pass I had to go on the bell and get myself on the bike. No experience whatsoever. I had to go down to um, Kelvin Grove and do Lombos. Um, and then I had to get down to Stockton and do the swimming. Um, I signed with the Stockton swimming. And that was all about testing my driving motivation and passion for sport. 
and to try and highlight people's perception of encouraging people with disabilities to take part in sport and that was documented by um, Glasgow 2014 and uh, the Glasgow Evening Time. So that was an amazing uh, two years, um, two years opportunity to, to do that for um, Glasgow, yeah, one of, one of the most one of the pinnacle highlights of my career so far. And wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing for my team running um, takes me, but I, I look forward to seeing more with you in, in the coming months. Oh, definitely, Julie. And then for yourself, um, well, obviously, we touched on um, earlier, you know, would you say that was your best accomplishment um, within your, your journey, your wee story there? Or would you say you've got something else that's a bigger accomplishment? <laughs> um, I think, um, I think you know, the the many um, fantastic highlights over the years, and I think one of the other things that probably like falls a shine on in, in the background there. So it it it's my my dedication and commitment to the um the Jupiter Award team, um. Yeah, I was, I was terribly involved in the Duke of Edinburgh Award team for 16 years. It's it a fantastic um, award for young people. You can do bronze, silver, and gold. Obviously, I went Duke for gold, God knows why. And I um, went for gold. Um, but that program is for 16 to 25 years old to compete over a period of time when you learn about vocational skills, physical skills. Volunteering, learning a new skill, and then you've got to keep um, under under a residential, which might be on the tall trip to what I did, and then you've got to do a kind of an expedition, so that might be a, a an overnight camp in the wilderness of Scotland. Um, so yeah, I I, I, don't, I, I don't know how to sum up still. I think before my accident, I had a, a, I have led a very active life. I think that that, that comes across. Now with my accident, I'm 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 dying to to to, to recover from my accident and hopefully enjoy my new sport at Victoria Park Athletics. No, good. And then for yourself, Julie, um, what would you, what what advice would you give to youngsters, um, just getting involved in sport, um, who have a physical disability, um, to ever overcome uh, challenges growing up. I'm a very interesting person. I think you've got to be determined to get out there and do it. Um, never be wrapped up in caution rules. I think my parents have never wrapped me, never wrapped me up in caution rules. I think you've got to go out there and try it. Um, I've, I've definitely enjoyed every aspect that my mum and dad have taught me. And look, you, look, look how, look how sports have blossomed me as a person to be I am today. You know, not just not just not just about being a competitive athlete, but also being about how you you fulfil your life in terms of the social attribute, in terms of the, the physical attribute for life. Because if I hadn't kept myself fit, I guarantee you I would have been in a wheelchair. There's no doubt about it. I'm beginning to see that from some people with disability. If you don't maintain the level of fitness, um, you do you do lose it. Um, so yeah, all I, I can do get out, get out there and embrace every opportunity that fitness brings. No, I totally, Julie. Um, and then before we round up, um, I just want to say thank you for 
coming on the show. It's been great having you on. Um, but have you got any questions for myself before we finish up? No, I've been great. I've been great um, catching up with you. Though. I, I thoroughly enjoyed hearing my experience and my personal journey with you. Oh, it all began at Scotland. No, definitely, Julie. And then, so what we'll do is, um, hopefully, um, we'll do we'll do Julie part two in 2022 um, because I would like to hear more about your frame running. Um, you know, because obviously you're gonna you've only been doing it five months. Um, so I'd like to hear a wee bit more about that um, next year at some point. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely, we'll get that on the agenda. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I said, I said, next year, I, <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. I said, I said, I said, next year, um, not perfect, but this year, um, I don't know, I don't know, that, that, um, I think, I, I think I have a tall order to meet on behalf of my coach and on behalf of everybody else to try and demonstrate what um dream one is and where I can keep this new venture to. It's not just about keeping fit, yeah, obviously that's helping me yeah. locally, but you know what, hopefully I can take it into the park run and stuff. That, that's my ambition. I'm hoping to keep team, good. Um, team running along me. Wow, aye, that's a really good idea, Julie. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll keep in tabs of your social media. Um, so frame running is going to be the next big thing um, along inside park run, um, hopefully, um, because I know you've obviously, you've got the drive, you've, you've got the ambition and nothing's yeah. going to hold you back to, to do this. Um, but no, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, Julie. Bye. Bye.